broadcasting from a dark basement office. The FBI's most unwanted presents the X-Files podcast. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, uh, we're here, buddy. It's time. I feel like you and I haven't sat down to do just an episode in a hot minute, like where we have to take notes Work. and do our jobs <laughs> versus just watch television with half-assed commentary yeah. on top of it. It's 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 outrageous. The the <laughs> level the level of dedication we put into this. It's unbelievable. Do you remember how to do this? Um X-Files thing we used to I, do. I remember it so well that actually as you started playing the intro music, I went, oh, I have to open the notes for the show we're about to do. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, before we get into well, it, we didn't talk about this in the pre-show or anything, but um, I, I know that we have a few shout-outs we want to do. Want to just hit those really quick? Yes. Right up front. Yes. So first things first, we would like to shout out the lovely Sarah Elizabeth Lott on her uh, upcoming mm-hmm. nuptials. Uh, she got engaged this summer, which I guess is not recent, but, um, and, uh, she has posted some really cool hashtag. I want to be Lee cause her husband's last name is Lee, uh, X-Files team engagement pictures. Uh, and she posts them on our Facebook and they're excellent photos. Now, sadly, we haven't heard from either of them in some time as it looks like they're standing next to a giant fucking wicker man, the beginning of a wicker man. Of, like Blair, Blair Witch three <laughs> found footage. <laughs> Dude, there you go, right? They're, absolutely. They have yet to be seen. And uh, yeah, I don't know where they are or if they are alive, but it's possible they were burned in effigy to some yep. sort of pagan. Congratulations. Gun. And if it doesn't go great, you could probably fake an abduction. You know? Just this is true. Right out That's of true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, congrats to you guys. May you, uh, may you, I wish you good fortune mm-hmm. in the wars to come. Uh, That's and I so want to give a stay. shout out to the one and only Jay Curry, who's in the live chat right now. Oh yeah, one of one of our most loyal and one of my personally most loyal and, and generous. generous dude has hooked me up many times in the past and always shouts me up, hit me up on the Marine <clears> Corps <throat> birthday with a fucking awesome email a couple days ago, and um, nice. I was uh, you know inebriated and didn't email him back, so. This is coming coming back at you, buddy. <laughs> Love you. Jay Curry's good, good people. Peeps. Also known as Boston Crom. He's a good guy. Crumb. Boston Crom on Twitch, of course. Um, good dude. Uh, good dad. And uh, happy to count him mm-hmm. among us, mm-hmm. as it were. Two shout outs, I think. And, uh, and a little, um, send a little love to BP9000. He is fine. Yeah. His, yeah. his human family is fine, but he's uh, dealing with a very tough situation um in the what i consider immediate family of the four-legged variety me too uh, just yeah just hit us up a couple hours ago um uh, did not have the opportunity to get in the chat dealing with that shit and that is heartbreaking if only it could be the humans that die you know so, uh, i hear you man you know i mean it's just we got uh, enough of them it's it's brutal yeah. it's fucking brutal you know you if People who 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 don't who have never bonded with uh, with uh, other, with like animals, it's 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 a, it's a bummer. It's too bad. But I wish him the best with all yeah. that stuff. So anyway, a little good news, bad news, happy, sad. Let's talk about Avatar, baby. Yeah. Oh, and uh, it appears Florida has been spared, right, by this hurricane. My friend didn't go to work, but he said it was just kind of winding and raining. In, uh, in the Pinellas area and oh, Tampa area. Okay. So, yeah, I took a turn and said, hey, Florida, what's yeah. up? Yeah, well, we fucking, God's wrath, you know, is raining down on America for not making it great enough uh, because we had a fucking earthquake here in New Bedford, yeah. Massachusetts, which that was never, wild. I don't think has ever happened in my lifetime. F- f- I thought yeah, something 4.2, so, of course, like, everybody I know from California that lives around here, which is only a few people, were like, have to be like, oh, pop. <laughs> I hate when people get like It's like, that. hey, I'm not, I'm not saying it was the end of the world. I'm just saying it doesn't happen here. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. And all those brick buildings in Boston, boy, would they tumble in a Dude, fucking so easy. It blows my mind. I always think about that, that scale, the Richter scale, uh, you know, sure. that one number. So like it was a 4.2 we felt. And we fucking felt it. I mean, it was not 
it wasn't mm-hmm. scary. Like it, there was no like actual harm cause, but it was unmistakable. And like a 5.2 is 10 times stronger than that. So when you hear about like right. a 7.2 or an eight, eight like an 8.2 would mm-hmm. be a 10,000 times stronger than that. 10,000 yep. times. That's fucking yep. bonkers. And we got a nice uh, we got a nice fault line on the East Coast. Nobody talks about except the aforementioned Joe Rogan. He's talked about it yeah, a like, lot because he's all into that world, shit. Or but um, a coast ender. Smasher. It's a smasher. Yeah, it's a real, real smasher. But no, um, I just watched a thing on like uh, it was Unsolved Mysteries or something. I was watching, and uh, they had the fucking you know it's about some fucking ghosts in Japan. But besides that, it was about the goddamn. 8-2 and then the tsunami that just wiped out 15k and it was brutal to watch the footage dude watching the footage that fucking siren yeah. going off like saying the tsunami's coming is like oh, and, and watching the yeah, idiots like yeah, run towards the water to like look that don't know what's going on yeah. except I'll tell you what those Japanese people they were pretty like let's get the fuck out of here and going no, not, the right not way not the first time they've heard sirens pretty, yeah, not the first or the last. Uh, uh, one last shout out, uh, just because it's happening. We got two, a uh, couple first timers in the chat: Hannah and uh, Tracy. Both, uh, I don't think, new oh, yeah. to the show, uh, but uh, new no. to the live chat. So, get in on that shit if you're not. Uh, Tracy is an old school, old school yeah, yeah, yeah. listener. Liberty yeah. Street. Hannah's been listening for three years. She she shot over an email. Um, started with SFFP, moved over to this, and. This is, in fact, her first live show. So LibertyStreetGeek.net slash live. live. All right, motherfucker. Avatar. Not, not, the, not the blue Avatar. one. Uh, Avatar. Thank one. God. Not the blue one. Can I, can I give mm-hmm. you a quick aside? Because we haven't <laughs> yeah. had enough of them. Always direct to it. There is a movie where my opinion from theater to second viewing changed super, super mm. rapidly. Holy shit. Avatar. <clears throat> Want to hear a funny uh, aside about my experience with Avatar? Do you remember how yes. much hype was leading up to Avatar? Oh my so God, do I? It was like fucking mental. And obviously I'm big into like sci-fi movies and shit like that. Yeah, it's my first James fucking Cameron. deployment. I'm overseas and like out of, I was on the fucking boonies of Afghanistan. So like obviously not going to catch anything get back the movie had already come out obviously made however many billions of fucking dollars and nobody talking about it it was like the yeah. most anticipated yeah. thing ever i thought i'd get back and like not like it was the main thing i was thinking about but it was also like oh cool and i get to watch avatar finally like <laughs> hey how was it and everybody's like oh yeah 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 it was it was good it's fine and i'm like wait what do you mean that was it like everybody's losing their fucking minds about this thing like nobody's talking about it anymore mm-hmm. and kind of like <laughs> still like that. Like the movie made crazy amounts of money, had crazy amounts of hype. Crazy. And it's not even like, it's just not discussed now. Really. It's almost, it's almost weird. There's not a lot of people that say they hate it, but it, it, it's just, meh. it's because it can't, because it can't survive off of the spectacle that it was because that technology changes so rapidly. It, it's, it's almost like saying, Oh man, do you remember when the X processor came out? Nobody fucking mm. cares. Fuck that computer. It, it's almost like that. It became so irrelevant because its biggest claim to fame was the technology, which is now yeah. basically nothing. And and it and, and I think the idea of this groundbreaking story was just not at all. It's very there's nothing groundbreaking about it and it's, you know, it's got all the normal Hollywood kind of nonsense behind yeah. it you know like this is bad that's bad this is good there's really bad. no Native's um, good <laughs> right in 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 military well private military in this case bad and you know it, it, i was just it, it and um fucking steven lang's in it too and he's great that guy's awesome yeah yeah he's the but bad fuck guy. face is but, making uh, like seven more of them right yeah so he says i mean you know Assuming he survives whatever next underwater adventure he goes on. Well, anyway, 23 minutes yeah. into the recording, should we start talking about the X-Files episode? Oh, I love that. Let's do it. Dude, hit me. Love Skinner have been yes. jonesing for more Skinner. As we've worked our way through this early season stuff, you know, we have all this 
past, like our relationship with Skinner is already built up versus if you're new to the show, you've only got a few strong touches of it. You know, through the first three seasons, he's there, but he's not featured a lot. This is the first Skinner centric episode. And I like it. I like it. I like it. Me too. Me too. I love getting time. I I like it too, but probably just a like for me. Um, some of it is the fact that, you know, we finally got our boy here and, uh, I, I love how they write him and I, I like his personal life kind of being a mess. But, um, if you're telling me that Mitch Pelegi, that Walter Skinner, uh, is, it's believable to think that he had to bed down with a prostitute. Come on. Come on, that's an X-File. That's a real X-File right there. And there's, beyond that, I love the conspiratorial aspect of it, the actual conspiracy, but it is, it gets a little bit convoluted with the X-File-y aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like there's a real world conspiracy happening and there's an X-File happening and they kind of overlap in, in a way that, is a little not super yeah, easy to track. I gotcha. Maybe I I think part of the issue is that is that it's not easy to track. So I um I like I I mean Mitch Pelleggi's great. I love Walter Skinner. I think he's a great character. It is not surprising for two seconds that the most passionate, thrusting, moaning, sweating sex we've ever seen in the show comes at the behest of one assistant director Skinner's thrusting mm. prowess. So let's just give a shout out to Skinner for giving us the most sexually charged scene right up until that old lady <laughs> straddling him uh, moment in, in all of yeah. X-Files as of this point. It's just the way it is. You can't even argue it. It's just the way it is. Now, uh, you, you know, I don't, I don't think he... I, don't, I, I think... The prostitute thing, I don't know. I have a lot of questions about it. And I think because of you and the way you just said it is is how I kind of want to say it. But I'll, I'll say it a little bit differently by saying this. It's almost like it diverges, right? Like, it, like we have this thing and then it goes, we got the X-File and the Monster of the Week thing. And then, but wait a minute, let's add a conspiratorial bend to it, which when you do that kind of suggests that we're we're flirting with mythology, even though it's not mythology, and we've sort of lost track on is it a succubus or is it not? Um, and there's some things I actually do like about this episode quite a bit. I just don't know if it's greater than okay. the sum of its like parts. <clears throat> yep, um, you know what I'm saying. So he gets with his hooker, and her she's looking a little twisted <laughs> up by the end of it. <laughs> She look yeah, a little, little twisted little dandelion up, neck. I think Scully called that REM sleep hooker <laughs> killer it, disorder. That's it. It's or something common. like that. REM sleep hooker killing <laughs> disorder. A, a, a rampant like in, in Las Vegas, as far as I know. But um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oops, her there's, head's on backwards. There's aspects of it that are confused. And let me make something very clear here, right up front. Um What's important to the integrity of the show is that I never read a plot synopsis, okay? So I feel that it's important to roll in with the genuine confusion of not being all that smart of a person that's watched this episode multiple times, right? I want to be relatable to the audience. Maybe we get some dum-dums like me out there, you know? So I took notes, Uh, but I didn't go back and check. That's It's critical. That's part of the preparation, not laziness, right, not being lazy, right. Dean. You understand that? I understand. There's a huge difference between, I mean, first of all, never confuse <laughs> effort and results. That's a very important thing to remind yourself. You can you can try all day, but if you're mm-hmm, a dummy, yeah. you just might not make it. But in this case, um, I'm assuming you have a lingering larger point on well, the tip the of Well, just the fact tongue. that if people, <laughs> if people at home are like, are these clowns really not sure what happened? You know, we're talking about it as an experience of watching the show. That's that's what I'm trying to get to. So, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. Of course, here is, <laughs> I mean, I know what happened. Yeah, I mean, no of course, problem. of course. No problem. Um, but it's it's this thing that 
okay, there's clearly something happening because he was banging, you know, a pretty nice looking thing. And then, uh, honestly, though, he missed out on one of the hottest people in the show. Yeah, Judy. Oh Farrell. yeah, Judy. That one was hey, a real nice quick while we're lady. being creepy. His ex, nice. Yeah. Oh, Fucking dude, wicked nice. She's in a ton. Oh, yeah. She's in a bunch of Trek. Yeah. Yep. It's that's a second a- bald man. She's plowed. <laughs> that's a fine. <laughs> authority. She's got a type. She's got authority a type. bald man. So yeah, it's this yeah. going on. And I, I do love, and we both love, we've talked about this plenty of times. We love the cloak and dagger shit. We love the real world conspiracy, dark trench coat kind of weird shit going on. And there's aspects of that. When we get into the, you know, the car being taken while he's out, was he drugged? How did it happen? They took his keys. They, you know, Mm-hmm. real world shit that pointed back to him. But then you're like, but wait, what's with the old lady? They bring up the succubus thing. And then when Skinner tells the story about Vietnam and the old lady, so it's like, wait, the old lady's his guardian angel? Yes. So I the believe, succubus is kind uh, of a red herring, is it? It would appear that's the case but I don't quite know what she's protecting him from in some instances. Well, Charlie, in the in the first case. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he was yeah. full of holes, apparently. Yeah. Bleeding to death. But, but if we walk, if, if you walk through this, Hooker ends up dead. They're like, well, it's a prostitute. What the hell? His card's on file. This, this will be one of the, and, and by the way, no semen, no nothing. This guy's a pro. Not a drop from this G-man, <laughs> right? Unless you include whatever artistry that is around this girl's <laughs> lips when the lights go off. I, I don't know if he was trying to make a, a, a new kind of lipstick, but I, 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 I will let your imagination do mm. the walking on that one. But, yeah. So, here's the problem with all yeah, of this. Please. Get, get his computer. Throw some kitty porn on it. Right. Well, done. yeah. That's the government but, move, so right? If this- Game over. That, if you want to disgrace him, but this keep him alive, that's This is what's kind of weird. Is move. it like... The fact, it's just odd how it stacks. You're like, okay, there's this event that happened, and then there's clearly like this X-Files element. There's the old woman. There's the fact he has no recollection. There's whatever. But then there's the conspiracy thing where we find out she was, you know, hired. He's been set up, this whole thing. And the, is it, so are we led to believe it's just basically a coincidence that there's also an X-Files going on here? And that's the that's the divergence point right. that is, and annoying, I don't know that it's right? ever resolved. Really, like it, it's it's not really answered. It's not. It's not. It's 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 especially not answered. <sighs> Part of the problem with this there's there's good uh, there's good stuff. That's what I mean. There's such good stuff in here with Skinner and his wife and what he says to her and putting the ring on at the end. And there's a lot of good stuff like that. The idea that he maybe had an experience he can't quite explain in Vietnam, which would lead him to be sympathetic to guys like Mulder, I, that's interesting. That I, I have no complaints. In right? fact, I, nothing but praise for how they write Skinner. Like, getting more into him, how he reacts to his ex, like his inability to emotionally open up with what we know about him, you know, the the, the Vietnam shit, his kind of seeing a little bit more about why he might have that sympathy for Mulder, everything about that, all that shit, uh-huh. fantastic, great, I love it. It's it's in the actual plot What's of like, happening what the fuck is it? happening in, yeah. te- in this episode. Uh, you know, all the components, right. you already said it, and I, I guess, cut to the chase, it's the idea of, in this case, the, the sum is not greater than the parts. Like Skinner, Skinner's backstory, Correct. Mitch Pelegi's acting, fucking awesome, everything great here. Um, the, uh, yep. the, I, I like, I was just yeah, say Scully's yep, great. She is, too. she is. And the idea of a conspiracy targeting Skinner because of the view that he is, um, you, you know, defending or supporting or protecting the X-Files and Mulder and all this shit. That's cool. I, Let, let's stay here for a minute. Yeah, Can we in. stay right where tick. you just said? So, so let's talk about that because I, I want to try to ascribe motive to the, to the people setting him up because I think it could help us understand it at least a little. I, I don't know if it's super clear to me what that motive is other than it would, it would imply to us that 
I guess by I guess as we're closing in on the end of season three, we can assume that these agents have been doing a lot of work for a long time, and that if we uh, if we if we further expand our imaginations around this concept, that they have brushed shoulders too closely with important government officials at times to where they want better control over Mulder and Scully. Couldn't they just simply reassign Skinner? Do you know what I mean? Don't don't you bring bring your last shit in here? And it's not even, and and that's not a stretch. I'm not a fucking writer. I mean, that's that's just. It just seems like there's no obvious motive for the bad guys to do this to him, which is why when we got into the conspiratorial aspect of it in the mythology adjacent, it made me sort of scratch my head and go, I don't know. I like him chasing a woman in a red cloak to turn it around to see his wife. I like visions of this. Uh, you know, sort of mysterious old woman character who in opportune, in opportune moments appears to him and things of this nature, uh, uh, the haunting of fucking Walter Skinner, you know, like that interests me more than sort of the banal <laughs> run it back to smoking man's one of the interrogators sure. watching, <clears throat> yep. you know, um, I, I just can't get the motive, I guess is my point. I don't know why one well, would do well, this. Well, you get the idea and- that, Skinner is a problem for them, but the the fact that there's much much easier solutions for them. If if you're if you control the bureaucracy, there's a lot easier ways to deal with Skinner sure. being a, an impediment the, to your to your goals. The power of mm-hmm. the smoking man has shown us this, and in in Scully, Scully sort of makes an attack on what would be an obvious assumption from the viewer, which is well, they can't kill him. Right, that's too Especially much. Especially because they've much. already tried. Why not so just you do it a second time, and enough people are going to say, "Hey, great, great point." Which the first time they tried to kill him made complete sense in the context of the storytelling. Now, if we're supposed to believe that's a holdover from this, it just never was mentioned. Yep. Um, and that's the thing I struggle with is that I don't know why it it, it would have been. I, I I again, Walter Skinner's the setup. Walter Skinner's the focal point. The agents are now in a position where. They are trying to exonerate him. He seems to have no memory of it, or his privacy is so much that, again, such great moments in this in this episode. Moments of Scully being unable to explain it, uh, uh, to bringing up in the, the most X-Files of all hearings ever. By the way, that hearing is completely unrealistic and completely amazing. <laughs> it's at night. There's no lights on. And it's thunder and lightning out and there's shadows everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> nobody has a hearing like this, but it makes X-Files yep. so awesome N- and creepy. Yes. Right. That, the, the realities of it are <laughs> completely bullshit. I will say as an aside though, man, it, it's hard to explain how realistic that aspect of federal yes, Inquiry. military, federal law enforcement, like my experiences, a lot of people I know have been those fucking things, the bureaucracy, they eat their own so fast. Man, Absolutely. I saw so Absolutely. many fucking good Marines get burnt on just, you know, bullshit that should have been a slap on the wrist or whatever. And it was, you know, it was just always cover your ass kind of kind of shit like that. And, sure. you know, heard enough stories about it in, you know, federal law enforcement and, and shit like that. So that idea is good. And I just got something that occurred to me, Dean, as we're talking about this. So we're hung up on this whole like overlapping thing and the motivations and, and why they would do this and how it's confusing because it's both like this conspiracy and X-File. Wouldn't this be cool? Take the same exact episode, couple tweaks, a real world fucking weird thing happens where he ends up betting down with this chick something fucking bizarre happens. She ends up dead. That's the X file. And then as, as a opportunistic strike, his, um, his opponents in the FBI try to set him up to, to bury him on it. Does that make sense? I like it. Yep. I like that. It does make sense. So you get a little bit of conspiracy. You can tie it into, you know, the, the big bads, the CSM and crew, not liking Skinner, viewing him as, has an opponent wanting to kind of bury him Mulder and Skinner needing to kind of uh, Mulder and Scully needing to come to his defense, but it's not a convoluted thing of like, wait, why is this an X file in the first place? How does this tie together? 
Right. Yeah. I like it. It wouldn't, it would, it would, um, it would streamline it for sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't, right. It's not, right. As and it's not like, and it's not like it's confusing in a good way. Like there, there's confusion in uh Oh, it's not mis- There's confusion mysterious and there's or mysterious, misdirection, right? like intentional misdirection. If, if you're done watching it and you paid attention and you took notes and even if you're not the smartest bulb on the tree like me and you still don't really get it all, mm. then it's not, it's not clever. It's confusing. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I like it. Uh, in the chat, Maja says Skinner would have avenged the dead prostitute like Marv <laughs> should have. Can't get over the Sin City comparison. Yeah. She posted that great <laughs> shot of Marv. Yeah. He could have used his mitts. Good old, <laughs> rendered big somebody old manly asunder. mitts. Speaking of, re- yeah, <clears throat> she smelled like <laughs> angels ought to smell. But um, yeah, I, it, right. I think I think you could have lined it up that way a little bit more. But instead, it's it's not quite there. It, it, and what's crazy about all of this is we get this real interesting sort of I don't know posts you know posts uh, Ms. Skinner after Scully does this whole thing about REM sleep disorder, like that whole thing, she lays out all this sleep-related violence and the possibilities, and et, et cetera, et cetera. And then <laughs> Mulder just goes, yeah, but what about succubus? <laughs> oh, you forgot about the old succubi. <clears throat> and he just drops it on her. I was like, wait a second. But that also led to them discussing Skinner's recurring dream of an old woman, which of course is interesting. Yeah. Wait a minute! What he's being traded for this other That's thing? That's cool. kind of yeah. interesting, but it it, it doesn't quite um, it doesn't quite go anywhere. Well, that's uh, I don't uh, with significance. No, because it I doesn't mean, at the end of the itself. day, was there a succubus involved? Do you know the answer to that? Because I don't. I okay. I don't believe. So there what's was. up with the the shit on the lips? But I don't know. I think they want. I, it was it was her this previous is one client of those Slimer? Where, <laughs> she got a little ectoplasm shot across the bow. <laughs> Busting makes me so on. Um... <laughs> yeah, I just think about how many times I sang along to that song as a kid. Busting makes me feel good. So fucking no man. fucking idea what I was saying. <laughs> Busting is kind of a new parlance though isn't it yeah, it's into I mean, the parlance that kind of the newer 80s. Than, there's no way there's no way that wasn't right yeah a hundred fucking percent it was yeah so here's a couple of things i want to think about a succubus feeds on a male host right correct right isn't it is it incubus male yes, and succubus incubus, female i don't know uh, apparently the devils are all very very cisgendered heteronormative you know shit wads <laughs> yeah. which, which, which is um, shocking but yes an incubus <laughs> an incubus is a male devil or demon that you know does that to a woman a succubus is a female that feeds on a on a male mm-hmm. and one of I'm, them is also right. a and i'm demon. guessing they don't have a couple good songs this is true um so as far as that is concerned why would uh, why would if we're starting to pen pig this on a succubus would we assume that the hooker would be killed in this case? Yeah, that's skin? what is and why is the residue on her lips unless like was she occupied? Like do 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 succubi or incubi now see but that's the problem. Now what? Now we're gonna fuck it fuck with it. You know, like you you you're not I'm not saying you're I'm not saying it's not the right question to ask. It By is the way, I'm so just Jake already said have to in the chat, it. giving us some, some definitions. Uh, a female demon believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping men, succubus. Hey, real quick, for sure these legends just came from the fact that like a dude got caught with his wang smelling like somebody else's pussy, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. The the you know, la- Lady Greyhawk yeah. or whatever was like uh, my lord, methinks now, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Ah, oh, must be uh, a demon." I was sleeping; I had no idea what was happening. Dost thou, Rod, smell of another's honeypot? Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's not mm-hmm. my particular mm-hmm. brew, husband. <laughs> it was a succubus, my lady. You should keep yourself quiet. Oh, of course. Okay, husband. Fetch the priest. That's the father down. The father can I was attest bewitched to this, by the devil. not because he recommended her to me beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> it's a whole fucking conspiracy. Had you performed your wife-like duty <laughs> precisely the way I instructed in the French style, uh, we wouldn't be here. Yep, that's fucking it. Fucking dark. I don't know. I guess it goes like that. Yeah, succubus doesn't really anyway, make sense. Oh, and yeah, succubus. I guess it's okay if the succubus ends up being not what's happening, which I think is the case. My my instinct coming out of this is that succubus yeah. was actually a red herring. For once, Mulder's gut instinct shoot from the hip, Tech Nine from from the balcony shot was uh, was <laughs> not correct because it was actually a guardian angel? Question mark. <laughs> not, yeah, it's doing not a shitty great. Job. Not. I mean, it did it did <laughs> keep him <laughs> alive, you know, from Charlie, but. But apparently, it cannot deal with um, men in white men in trench coats. Yeah, and and to be clear, while you're trying to take a nap on your couch after telling your beautiful, very attractive, and classy ex-wife, "No, you don't want to plow her one more time," and you fall asleep 100%. on the she's looking for plowing, and you and you sit on the couch, and then you wake up to a screaming old lady in fucking Georgie's <laughs> rain slicker from it. Just screaming in the goddamn hallway. <laughs> that is not protecting anything. It's oh, cool. terrifying me. You woke me up three seconds thing before ever. the fucking police showed up to arrest me. Thanks for looking out. How about you fucking screamed when uh, the fucking bad guys were here stealing my keys and going to run my wife off the road? How, could you give a little bit of a holler then? I'm kidding. Flash those wrinkly old tits in my face and get me to pop up and deal with that situation? Nope. Nope. Nothing. Something. And how much does that suck? Not a thing. That's your lot in life? That's your guardian angel? She looks like that, doesn't talk to you? She's an old woman, so she's not hot, but she can't even be like a a wise old, like sassy kind of grandma. She's just an old shrieking woman. That's your guardian angel. Dope. (laughs) Yeah, a shrieking eel. Fucking In the hallway. cool. Hollering like a goddamn harpy. And in, I mean, there's just, that's, (laughs) First of all, nobody... Sorry, wrinkly little boobs comment <laughs> in the chat. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. We were spared that. But but it's just... It, yeah. Yeah, Wake up, cool. you're now going to get arrested. And now Bonacazi is going to go through your fucking, <laughs> fucking Bonacazi, <laughs> right? This Italian. He's going to just all run right, let me through throw your a fucking theory. desk. You from uh, Diane Renaud in the chat. If the prostitute meant to harm... I meant harm to Skinner. Maybe the succubus became an incubus and killed her to protect him. Hence the glowing lips. She said, LOL. So I think she is realizing that's ah, a stretch. <laughs> Maybe she can tell us who the fucking <laughs> that is, and Grassy um, Knoll was too. That is some JCVD <laughs> 1989 split stretch right there. That is a, that's a strong. Split. That is a ball touching, touching hardwood. Kick stretch yeah yeah yep 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 i don't know that seems real i don't know i I guess i could see like okay if i want to set skinner up and i'm the government and i want to use a prostitute to do it for whatever reason let's just say we settle on that plan it's like the 10th best plan and we go with it because the guy who came up with it is like (laughs) some big shots kid okay and he's like no i want to do the i want to do the hooker plot we're like all right fuck you run this op then he's like great so the fucking kid runs his plot, hires the hooker to kind of hit on him. He doesn't, he's none the wiser. And this is how they're going to start whatever scheme they want. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't shake, right? Because they don't, why go in and twist her head around? Why don't you shoot her or choke her? Why not strangle her to death? Like if the government is the, is the reason the hooker is dead. Uh, do you not, sex why worker twist her head all the for nomenclature? Whatever. <laughs> that even means hooker is a bad thing. A lady of the night. Anyway, yeah. It, well, it, that was you know? confusing too. Like I didn't, I wasn't even sure if was that supposed to be like a crazy supernatural death. Like I didn't really get if if the cause of death was supposed to be a, extreme, like in, in an unexplained way or not. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of effort. That's a well, lot of effort to fucking but do can a we say this? Top of somebody's if head. Mitch Pelegi, if Walter Skinner was gonna joke a bitch, he probably do it with some authority. <laughs> Listen, yeah, <laughs> of course he would. But but it begs the question, he'd have to anchor his strength to something, an ear, a, a jawbone. Like if, if you want to talk about the logistics of 
turning the lady of the night's head all the way around. Was she was she poltergeist? I mean, look at it. Uh, <laughs> did you see the did you watch the app? We've established <laughs> that I barely did. Is her did head you? facing backwards? Well, but then listen. Oh my god, I missed yes! that. Yes. I thought she was just dead. Holy fuck. <laughs> no, bro. Are you kidding me? Go to I'm three right minutes there. and twenty three oh, seconds sweaty. right now. Super sweaty. Super sweaty. Uh, Look at okay. look at look right. at the oh. next flash. Boy, I missed that. You see the way her arms and that. legs and hip are pointing? Okay. Yeah. Right. He obviously didn't do that. And if he did, it wasn't because he okay. had an REM That's sleep killing disorder. <laughs> so she got the um she got the yeah, she got the you were a, got twisted around um, security guard at a compound in a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. <laughs> In the in the late eighties or early nineties, the old the old complete neck snap, the old let's go ahead and uh, get the foil guy to break all the celery <laughs> in the store. <laughs> all the yeah. celery is breaking. Sounds, get that mic right sounds on. like somebody's going to make a delicious chicken salad, or there's a dead hooker in fourteen thirteen. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, asking for a friend, Dean is PP Touch an incubus? High, I think he's just an okay. incubus terrible demon creature i don't know not if a sexual uh, yeah i don't think so okay all right i don't think so no i think <laughs> okay. he just pinches hobbit dicks. but there's no so no climax definitely a mischievous and annoying okay definitely yeah, i don't think there's any yeah. pleasure in it maybe on pp's end i like it all right well it's possible you wouldn't want to be a, you wouldn't want to be a bilbo bag and falling asleep i here, think though. that we have uh i guess kind of for an episode that we're both saying we like, I think we've we've done enough focusing on our, our issues, our issues with it. Let's because Walter yeah, rules. Let, let's just you think let's let's <laughs> jo on on the good stuff here. Let's. I want to talk a little bit about Skinner, and I want right. to ask you what Mulder. you think about how do you what do you think about Mulder and Scully's reaction to this whole thing? You know how it's written, how not not as much the performance, but it's good. It's, 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 I, I actually enjoy, right. You're right, Maj. It's Denethor. Sorry. Yeah. I have to go back and listen to the episode. I forget half the shit we say, but, um, yeah. (laughs) Free run for your lives. All right. I like, I like a bunch of this dynamic. Um, let me see. I wrote some of this down. Um, it's just very good. Like I'm going to run through some of the good dialogue and good observational stuff. Like Mulder saying he's behaving like a guilty man. Right. And, and uh, I thought she was being a bit judgmental on his prostitution habits. <laughs> uh, and so is Mulder, which is funny. She says an otherwise stable man. Um, outside of the succubus, science is cool stuff, but check the succubus theory out. We have um, Mulder says that Skinner is running, not because he's afraid he did it, but rather he's afraid he, that, that he doesn't know that's he didn't very do well put. That's a great yep. line. Yeah. I love that moment, Isep. Um, all of this, their discussions around Skinner and what he means to them and the desperation which they're working and, but also the realization on both their faces, like, is this fucking possible? Mm-hmm. Is really palpable to me, you know? Um, uh, Mulder brings up the old woman. If you don't start trusting someone, you don't stand a chance. I love that. I like Mulder. It's rare that we see Mulder. Well, that's not true. But I do like that Mulder puts forth, great hair this week too, Mulder, that he puts forth to Skinner, you know, this strong, silent, stoic stuff is great, but if you don't start trusting somebody, you're yeah. fucked. So trust me. And that's when he lays down, you know, I was no choir that's boy great. I inhaled. Love it. Little fucking Clinton humor. Two years before he gets the fucking axe for sticking a cigar in places you don't put, you're not supposed to put him <laughs> into interns for the record. But uh, <laughs> we learn about that, that whole near-death experience. Like, him opening up to Mulder because Mulder sort of challenging him with this kind of masculine, like trust yeah. me or, or burn brother. Like he, I like that he lays it on the line for him. I like that stuff. And I do like that. I like that Scully is almost embracing. We're almost seeing a reversal role a little bit. She's embracing like something's unexplainable here. And even though my partner thinks this in the creepiest hearing of all time, she says, you know, none of the evidence we've recovered connects the assistant director and that there's, you know, my my partner says she kind of hangs about a little bit, but she also says there's a visitation here, and yeah, she and she's can't saying really that discount it nor hearing. prove it. Right? I mean, she's not she's not pushing it because she's not an, an insane Absolutely. person. No, no. Yeah. Um, and she I'm likes not sure her just job. The, the principles of of who she is, and that's I 
Of course. I thought that dynamic was kind of interesting too, because if you limit yourself to what we've seen up to this point, you know, it's sometimes it's, it's hard. I have a hard time with characters relationships. When you, when you're watching a show you've seen all of, and a lot of episodes many times, sometimes it's hard to like remember in that exact moment, how much of that relationship, you know, is, is already happened or been represented. You know what I mean? Um, you're bringing along your baggage of, of already experiencing it, but up to this point, it, yeah, the, the 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 information is in your right, brain, right. and it's especially hard to when it's kind of when, a, you got when it's feeling based. When you just f- not even specific memories, but you just you know that Skinner like has their back. But then then again, you have to remember this time, like there's been yes, we have seen him put his butt online to protect them, but we've also seen. You know, him being really hard on them. And especially the fact that he has been outwardly, at least, much more sympathetic or protective to Scully than he has to Mulder. He and Mulder have had a much more combative relationship. So it's cool that when Mulder is instantly 100% this can't be Skinner, you know, jumps to crazy theories immediately, and Scully... Not like she's ready to burn him at the stake, but is a little bit more like, hey, the evidence is 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 pointing a direction, Mulder. You know, like this is what it is. So it, it it's just it's a good testament to their character where Scully, I think, has as much or more loyalty to to Skinner, but she still she's a rational, scientific woman. So you know, loyalty at some yes. point, like especially. And behind closed doors, when she's talking to to Mulder, it's like, hey, it, this is what, it, you know, we can't ignore what this looks like versus Mulder, who might have a little bit more reason to have a bug up his ass about Skinner, is just 100% there's no way. There's no way. So. Right. There's a pivotal moment no, that's in it. this that's episode. Basically okay. So, sorry. Wrap don't. on that thought. Um, at, at the 11 minute mark where Mulder's talking about, you know, we've, he's put his, he's put his ass in the line. We owe him to find out what happened to which she, she says, even if it means making him more guilty. Like, I like that caution from yeah. her, like her trying to be like, let's hands off this. Cause as you've just pointed out, the, the, the evidence is not favorable. Now we, as Mulder points out, if you got a great fucking, if you got a great lawyer, you still have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this even happens, which is probably not, again, you're talking about a jury here. Should this go that way? But I do like, I do like her saying, listen, you know, she talks about the visitation and that, that turns this conversation into a, almost like an, uh, the assistant, the assistant director's susceptibility mm-hmm. to Mulder's mm-hmm. enchantments kind of come up as do hers. Right. It's almost like this inquiry turns into how much of this crazy shit do you guys believe and how much do we think Skinner believes? It's almost like they become less interested in the case in that hearing and more interested in the, what am I trying to say? The integrity, for lack of a better word, of okay. the program. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. In, in the, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like they're saying, hmm, we don't even, okay, the enzyme, great. Let's talk about what you think and feel about this. Tell me about this visitation. Tell me about... Do you think Mulder's, uh, you know, influence is something that happens over you, or, or there? It, it's almost like they are. I, I guess if I want to try to lend credence to the idea that these guys are concerned about them finding things maybe they shouldn't, then that's why these questions are probably coming up because they almost yeah, seem yes. irrelevant, right? It's you. You would only ask about the facts of the case, not your opinion on the susceptibility that somebody has based yeah. on your fucking like proclamations, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> Why do you care about that? Do you care about the evidence or not? Right? And they're like, well, we have other yeah. inquiries here too. It's interesting. The shit they're trying to learn about these people. But but back to that, back to the other stuff that you were saying in the hearing specifically, it's just such a great scene. Again, it's shot super well. It yeah. makes it so uniquely X-Files because of the way they shoot it. And would you say you've been affected by, I think he even says, or enchanted mm. by Mulder's notions? Like, what a weird yep. question to ask because it's and, almost irrelevant. Yeah, questioning and, and it, both Scully, but also I don't know, I don't know. questioning Skinner. You know, has he been compromised basically by mm-hmm. Mulder's nonsense? Yeah. Has has he been tainted, enchanted? All these, it's which one could say how is that relevant to the sure, show? Sure, sure. Well, I guess it's 
Yeah, because it's actually right. Now that you mention it, he asked that after. It's not like Skinner is the one saying, "I didn't do it because uh, this no. old lady that I saw in a rice paddy and Nam showed up and choked the hooker for me." No, yeah, right. He's not saying it. So yeah, why would he even not. question if Skinner was compromised or not? And he doesn't do it until Scully brings it up. Yeah, um, yeah. It, yeah, it starts, you know, Although it I just guess starts with a couple of questions. He does kind of try to draw that and, and, out of her, doesn't he? Th- yep. He does. He starts with the physical evidence, and then he moves quickly on into into sort of immaterial stuff, which is just like influence and feelings and and things of that nature, which I find fascinating because a hearing is used to establish enough evidence to proceed, correct? But he starts to get into sort of like, what do you feel and think? It's. I just thought it was cool because it's almost like this guy. It it, it shows a more um, devious sort of um, okay. sort of inquisition, for lack of a better word, as to what exactly are you asking me this stuff for? Why why are we going past theories of enzymes, which is material fact, and why are we going into yeah, yeah. sort of hearsay? I like that, right? It's pretty cool, man. Because they just say, do you believe in the paranormal? And I'm like, what are we doing here? Why? What What are we doing here? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the, that's the, that'd be the moment where you're like, you know, you pulled a Bill Adama and, and speaking <laughs> of BSG where he's like, we're done here. He just gets up and leaves the fucking inquiry like a boss. Yeah. It's fucking so awesome, right? But um, I don't know. I, I, I just, I thought the scene really stood out as interesting to me because I was like, man, this guy's um, Bonacase. The lighting is fucking really outrageous. I like watching that. it again. Can, can you imagine you yeah, show up to an actual hearing and you're like, and do you guys want me to, <laughs> is the light broken? Like, what are we doing here? Can you even read that? <laughs> Should I be rolling up a D&D character? Are there, are there candles? What the fuck <laughs> is going on here? This long table you got here? Um, yeah. I got another. Yeah. And they don't let her finish. They just they just shut her down too. That's really tough. And right, says, right. It's no, it's kind of uh, it's almost you know you you can watch some of the scenes and forget that he's sitting at the other end of the table because he doesn't say anything in his, in his defense. I did. He doesn't. Actually. He's not engaged. It's like it's just it's mm-hmm. odd that they sit there having this conversation about him while he's not really asked to to contribute except for the. The occasional glances oh, to- that, totally. that Scully and Skinner share. But mm-hmm. Amen, brother. Amen, Real brother. problem. Amen, brother. Hit me. Mr. Wright, Agent Pendrel is there, and he doesn't even get a chance to interact with, with his beloved. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just, only exonerates Skinner. I mean, he he's I mean, what, he what gives a, the home great run guy. piece of evidence. No jealousy. Doesn't We've he? seen Mulder get catty. You know, you you see how he treats uh, treats Wilson's character there in Bad Blood. <laughs> he's all he's all possessive of Scully. You know, a real a real crow magnon. You know, a real patriarchy kind of guy. You know, pushing and and here you have Pendrel who, yeah, hey, the sw- the swaggering Studley agent, the partner of Scully. He shows up and he's just there to help. He's a professional. And not even beyond that, a friendly touch goes above and beyond to make it happen. Goes That's above it. And beyond. Not Doesn't hate, ask any questions about her. They're not a creep. <clears throat> Does she, do, do you know, did she subscribe mm-hmm. to Victoria's Secret? Did she get the magazines or house or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what size would you say she is in the panty and bra region? I've got a couple it, of things. Does she I have any allergies to latex? Anonymously. Or, really? Think, Fingers crossed. <laughs> Are we going fucking? Yeah, fingers crossed. Because let's be real, I'm not. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Knows? Pend pandemic this episode, sadly. But he'll be back. He'll be back. We get a, we get a good amount of uh, no. of Pender on season four, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. No spoilers. Interesting. No spoilers. But um, we learn that essentially. He gets <laughs> dismissed. <laughs> they dismiss. They dismiss mm. the man Skinner. He would have had a chance against firing Scott. We learn because. Um, so Mulder sort of says, "I think Skinner's been outmaneuvered." And of course, Scully asks the logical question: "To what end?" And he says, "To put us in check. You remove Skinner, you weaken us." Like that's basically that quick moment at the thirty-two minute mark is supposed to tell us that this is the. 
the impetus that drives this behavior from the shadow. Okay. Yeah. Because at this point, is just well, that. at this point at the hearing, his wife has already been driven off the road, right? That's already happened. Okay. So yes. And then That's this right. leads us into uh, them reaching out as far as actual moments of this whole conspiracy kind of element. My favorite part is when they're sitting with that. Um, what's her name? Judy. Yeah. Poo. Boy, I bet you Judy do. Fairley. Oh, I know her name. Boy, do I know her name. She kind of reminds me of... Uh, <laughs> Memorized. I wrote it in lighter She's a hotter version fire, of the the lady from Groundhog Day. A little a little bit. I mean, definitely hotter, but there's oh, yeah. something going on there, oh, similarity-wise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would, really I like that scene of, you know, First of all, no surprise here. Mulder and Scully just completely willing to use a innocent civilian as bait, right? To possibly <laughs> murderous government agent conspiracy types. But oh no, I think about that though. That's not that unrealistic, right? You've you've been in a situation where you're like, hey man, I gotta fucking I'm I mm-hmm. I, I I understand the rhythms of this boss. Yeah, not, and the thought of a new it. one is like, oh fuck. I'll, 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 I'll fucking stack risk a pile of life. dead hookers. It doesn't, I mean, how many hookers does it make to make one normal <laughs> life? Not uh, a ton, right? A bunch. More than two. For sure, more than two. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know the exchange rate these days. Mm, if they look like tough, Judy yeah. Fairley, though, it, it's getting uh, close. But it is a cool scene that that phone call they have back and forth. And you're like, are these guys really buying it? They don't really seem like they are. And I, <laughs> I really like that shot when it transitions and it's that their so good. POV from inside the car looking in at all of them in the cafe. Yeah, it's, man. It's fucking dope. Dude, yeah. it's so dope. And I just love I that fucking, I call, him, I call that, <laughs> that one guy Young Putin. Oof. That guy, that yeah. steely blue eyed fucking Russian looking cat. Yeah. That's right. But um, how about nice, Mitch going this is to nice, see his uh, wife? Nice emotional moment, I think, and uh, and and er- and earned. Absolutely. They do a lot with this, you know. As much as we 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 kind of jumped on our issues with this episode, they do a lot with great writing, with fleshing out a character who we've really only got glimpses of, um, kind of giving him this really mm-hmm. cool little mini arc in in one episode, um, in a very believable way. I like it. Yes, I do too. Um, you know, he kind of says he's not signing the papers for a lot of reason. I'm just realizing myself for the first time. Um, he talks about violence and lies he's witnessed. I can never tell you about that stuff. It, it sounds like not sharing his day-to-day with her was a problem. Um, not that I ever stopped believing my work, but there are contradictions that I can't reconcile. Um, there's just a lot of that stuff uh, where that really got... Uh, What's he say? Knowing that I had a reason to wake up in the morning, I'm not sure if you can even hear me now or if it even makes a difference to you anymore. At least I wanted you to know that. You know, just yeah. saying, I should have told you. You know, I never said. And now he may not. Yeah. Never I'm said. Too, I'm too jaded. I'm too much of a That's man right. behind my tough exterior. Yeah. Yep. He's the man. I never told you what I should have told you. Shout out to Harper Blue in the chat who just dropped yeah, a fucking another, another first time chatter. Let's uh, let's read that comment when we get to uh, listener comments at the end. I like it. Um, Roger so, that. Uh, okay, here's <laughs> let's go back to issues. You know what's a bad way to clear <laughs> your name? Um, to be the one who shows up and murders <laughs> who is the actual body dropper <laughs> of the. <laughs> person that you're trying to uh pin this on rightly right yes they are the actual guilty party yeah but when yeah. you're at the scene with no good reason of being there and yeah not the best way Smoking to go about it his hand literally and brings me right back to what is the connection <laughs> we didn't talk about this part of it what is the connection between his wife and the guardian angel because it happens not once but twice and it's a weird no the red idea. raincoat is so it's so distinctive and it's such a glaring choice that it's odd yeah could it could have been very effective for that exact reason but, but then again in the hospital the we see him walk out of the room 
Then the old woman is in the room in his wife's hospital bed, reaching out towards him. He walks back in and it's his wife and she's regained consciousness. And then the thing that's unsaid after he shows up, we get a good, a good little scene of tension here. The, Oh fuck, the bad guy's already here. That's always a great moment. Right. Mulder's rushing up there with the other agents and the stakeout thing. Um, shocker. They execute this terribly in a tactical fashion. Big fucking surprise. Um, yeah, of but course. basically, the, our, our final sequence when when they're talking to to Skinner when he's back on the job, and Mulder wants to know how he knew to go there, and he doesn't let on because because the guardian angel possessed your wife and told you to go, right? Um, he definitely got an inkling, an inkling more as to an, go. He knew more than an inkling. Be. He's not going to say. Well, yeah, I guess, well, let's just say it, explicitly told him where to be and when. Luckily, Judy Fairley, the lovely Judy Fairley, is present to be an eyeball witness to the shenanigans that happened, which... Right, if, if Mulder and Scully were the only eyewitnesses, mm, probably not going well. But, but yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, you have that's a reputable... A, that's, uh, that's tough. Keep Judy I mean, safe. Thank God she's a high-class prostitute, too. She's a pretty woman kind of situation, because if this Big was like time, a real yeah, yeah. mefty streetwalker, I don't think... I don't think it would jive. Right. If this is one of those, you know, those real, like, just going to blow you in the yeah. fucking subway the real deal. kind of girl, you know, probably going to, probably going to have, uh, <laughs> the prosecutor's going to have a fun that time talking quick. about her. A literal smoking Oof. gun, by the way. Literal. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Putin. Yeah. It's Putin. pretty awesome. No, no, uh, no rule but, of the um, Russian empire yeah, for t- you, sir. Sorry. No, he's out. Okay, can we just quickly go back over when this lady appears? She appears the wife's hospital bed. She appears right before he gets arrested. She appears leading him to his wife going she, into the fucking place. She appears seemingly innocuous. And she appears posts <laughs> no, after the inflagrante or, or Well, I don't know. But he kind of. Oh, that's right. She, is yeah, she riding the, is yeah. she riding the high Walter Skinner horse at that point? That sucks. So how does it go from that moment to falling well, asleep? Well, he, he kind of comes out. So yes, maybe that's his. Yeah, he, I, I guess it's unclear guess. if he's imagining it or or literally visu- visualizing it. Obviously, we're led to believe that there's more to it. That it's not just a weird dream. That there's something. It's not a coincidence that he keeps seeing this bitch. Before we treat that lady <laughs> the night's head like a fucking bottle hey, top. Hey, b- a better Twist guardian right angel? Around. Maybe just show up at the All bar right. and be like, hey, don't fuck that chick. She's a prostitute and uh, it's to set you up to discredit you and destroy your career and your wife might die. Yeah. Hit me with a little whiskey yeah. dick, will you? Yeah. Why don't you, why <laughs> you, don't you flash, flash those wrinkly <laughs> titties and those, those old, old rotten apple teeth? Why don't you show me yeah. that before I take the plunge? Hit me with them fucking dirty sweater pillows, man. Just flop them out there, and that's that. That'd be a good guardian yeah, angel in this yeah. instance. You want to hear one of the worst questions? I'm sorry. This is going to make everybody really uncomfortable. I've, I heard this. I don't. I think it was on a podcast or something. Like a, a terrible either or kind of situation. Okay. A would you rather, if you will? Oh, okay. So one of these two things: your mother and your wife or significant other, girlfriend, whatever, or switch genders or not switch genders as your preference goes. So parent and significant other, their consciousnesses switch bodies. Okay? So so your mother, who she is okay. as a person, is inhabiting your, your wife's body and vice versa. Okay? You have to Got fuck it. one of them okay. to reset it. That's an easy answer. Because, wait, wait, is it? I mean, no, it's not supposed to be, but I'm going to make it because I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to just, okay. I'm okay. just going to make, make it so. that way with Number my one. willpower. Uh, all right. I think I go for wife body because I can deny the yeah. consciousness I mean, of my mother in her fucking mind, but I will never unsee <laughs> fucking my mother's puss. I mean, you but your relationship with your mother is think about that problematic at best. When she asked you to to pass the gravy Easily at Thanksgiving, yeah, I mean, and you this, remember passing her the gravy. Sure, but I could I can still deny it. Yeah. I can say there's no way that doesn't happen. It's a it's a Kobayashi. It's, listen, it's a no win scenario. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> do I reprogram? Do I reprogram I, you, the test or just write off your wife and mother? Like, and move on. 
Yeah. 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 That might be the best yep. move. Yep. Um, well, are you going to answer? I think I go mom's body doggy style. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Right up until she's reaching for that China. It's, it's, it's and you the, see that the, little tattoo you didn't know she the had. aspect of knowing it's that person. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right up until you oh, see that God. dimple on her back when she's reaching up I for the fucking gravy. Stamp. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know she was such a Def Leppard fan. <laughs> God damn, player! <laughs> Why is it signed by half of ACDC? Nineteen eighty nine. You're listen. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Imagine sitting there and you got the fucking drum leg and she turns around to pet the dog and the same fucking panties sneak out of the top of those jeans. You're fucked, dude. Are you kidding me? It's bad. It's game it's bad set. Always. I'll let you... <laughs> can't wait to ask my mom. Nobody in, the, nobody in the chat answered, by the All way. Right. A bunch of fucking cowards. bunch of cowards. <sighs> well... That's fine. Yeah, Where absolutely. we, I mean, it should absolutely. be honest, right? Um, <laughs> that can go as our listener question, even though it wasn't <laughs> for the week. I might, um, <laughs> get us back on track. I'm gonna post before our, um, before our next episode, which, which, uh, will be a, a <laughs> beloved episode of mine, Quagmire. And, uh, we, you're good for next week. Hell that yeah. works for you. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna go back to back weeks here because we're gonna get yeah. we're gonna get back on our every other week schedule, but um, we're on the wrong Thursday, in, in for for me at least. So uh, yeah. this is gonna drop on the sixteenth, and just three days later we'll be recording Quagmire, and uh, at some point before that I'm gonna throw up another just to be on the Facebook page, another kind of open-ended listener question of the week kind of thing that can relate to the show in general or, or tangentially awesome. or, or whatever, but not doesn't have to be tied to that episode, but um, let's, uh, let's hit a listener comment. Did you want to read that one from, um, from the chat? Yeah. Harper. Sure. Harper. Welcome. First time listening to the live show says, Hey everyone. First time in the chat. I think this episode fits into the mythology because we see here how much, his obvious loyalty with Mulder and Scully can actually hurt him. Ooh, good angle. Up until recently, he's been helping Scully and Mulder in a very secretive way, but in the three-parter, especially Paperclip, we see that he outwardly sides with Mulder and Scully and blackmail CSM. I think the idea behind this episode was to show that Skinner was first set up to keep Mulder in check, but that changed, and the syndicate is now showing Skinner how hard he can fall by siding with M&S. Uh, she's got a parenthetical that says, but they can't actually replace him because putting a new person in charge of Mulder would just drive Mulder further to believe that he's getting close to the truth and, it w- and, and to the truth and wouldn't trust the new guy. Mm, that's a really good defense. To, yeah, that's I like a good that. counterpoint that's... to my suggestion, actually. I think I like it better than mine, actually, because it's. It is true, you know. You, if you do replace him, you would. Uh, we're talking about Mulder here, right? You think he's just going to be like, okay, that, I got a new boss? It's yeah, fine. this you motherfucker, dog on the bone, the end of the yeah. earth. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> old dog on the bone, Mulder. Right. I like it. Um, I got one from uh, from the Facebook page, Neil James. Thoughts on Avatar? Ah, dangerous '90s screen sex. You can't beat it. Skinner's pre-credits hot rod scene got me thinking of Basic Instinct, mm-hmm. Jade, Silver, and that fucked up one with Madonna and Willem Dafoe. Oh, I was thinking Body, Body of Lies. I've seen one. them all. <laughs> that's the, that's the one uh, with uh, Yeah, that DiCaprio. is fucked up. I saw that back in the day. Um, <laughs> the old lady scared the shit out of me, and the broken neck stuff looked suitably horrible. Suitably horrible for one of the hosts to completely not realize what's happening. Um, I like Mulder and Scully's concern for their dear old boss. Smoking Man appears with no dialogue, and it's awesome. Sometimes that's all you need. The don't look now homage was welcome, and the old woman's shock mm. moments were really effective. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I felt the stuff with Skinner's wife got a little too soap opera-like. Oh, I can't shit. decide if the face-in-the-airbag thing was genius or absolute horseshit. Aside, mm. we didn't, yeah, we didn't talk about that. It was a little silly. Probably yeah, the latter. After watching, we were too busy. Well, Josh was too busy watching, blowing Pendril <laughs> on, on subway just stairs real, in New York. Real eye watering, <laughs> just smeared makeup, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> 
a real how did I get here moment. After watching, I started to think whether the story would have been better <laughs> or worse if it was just about a random dude instead of Skinner. What do you think? Anyway, it's good to see more of Big Walter and Avatar is definitely a like for me. Um, yeah, I mean, we we did compliment yeah. it, but I definitely know what he's saying about the soap opera kind of like a, a man alone in a hospital room with a wife in a coma monologue. It's fair. <sighs> it's fair. Yeah, he's definitely I not wrong. I fell for it, but he's not wrong. Man, I got fucking <laughs> between crushed, Harper and Neil. breaking us down. Shattering my life. Just destroying everything we, we spent an hour talking about. smashing it down. Uh, I got a quickie from Liza. It's funny. Bad things definitely come in threes for Skinner. First, Louis Cardinal shoots him. Then Holly the Minuscule beats him up. And then he actually wakes up next to a dead <laughs> prostitute. I Bad think day we at the office. Relate. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With her head turned around. I, but are missed. you being generous? Because it might have just been me. You know, gave the old exorcists. Okay. Uh, somebody else said that. Um, Take your word for it. In the chat. But, um, yeah. That's it, man. Right, I think else, that's sir? it. We're, uh, boy, we're coming up on it. Three episodes left in season three, man. We'll be wrapping it up. Uh, just it's it seems to always work out this way. It makes sense with the amount of episodes in a season, mm-hmm. but um, we'll be finishing up uh, pretty close to the holidays, right? It's always right around then. That's pretty cool. So, yes, sir. And uh, if you're in the live show, we're going to go on something <laughs> a little special based on that horrific question Josh asked. So, uh, in the spirit of the X Files, let me let me let me put it <laughs> as a bed. So. See you next week. Next week, Doctor Freud. the x-files podcast by lsg media visit us on the web at libertystreetgeek.net that's libertystreetgeek.net